breaking news from The Athletic. This is Robert Mays and Lindsey Jones from The Athletic bringing you some breaking news from the NFL season. Lindsey, some pretty significant uh, occurrences happened with the COVID situation in the NFL early on Saturday morning. Can you just walk us through what's happened with Cam Newton, the Patriots, and the NFL's plan here as it relates to the Chiefs? Patriots game. Yeah, so the Patriots learned late Friday that Cam Newton, their star quarterback, had returned a positive COVID test. So that has now triggered a, a kind of a next round of games being postponed. So Sunday's game between the Patriots and the Chiefs has officially been postponed at least until Monday or Tuesday, but that that date Nobody should write that down in pen and should be, you know, officially counting on that game to happen right now because whether the, whether or not the Patriots are allowed to travel to Kansas City or they're able to play a game really depends on what's going to happen in the next few hours and or in next few days, excuse me, based on um, the next rounds of testing and if the Patriots are able to isolate you know, this case to one specific person. Then the additional news came out on Saturday morning that the Chiefs have also had a player test positive, and that is practice squad quarterback Jordan Ta'amu. And it's notable because he is a quarterback and he is in the same quarterback room, obviously, as Patrick Mahomes and probably spends a lot of time around their offensive coaches. So right now, because there are you know positive cases, at least one within both of those teams, the NFL had no other choice but to postpone Sunday's game to keep the Patriots from getting on a plane and potentially exposing you know more people within each of those organizations to the virus. So obviously, we saw something unfold with the Falcons last week where cornerback A.J. Terrell tested positive essentially on the same timeline that Newton did. They played that game. What's the difference between the situation that's happening with New England and what happened with the Falcons last week where they felt the need to postpone it immediately? Yeah, well, so I think with the Falcons situation, just so much has changed because of the Titans and what's happened within the Tennessee Titans organization. I think the Falcons were able to, you know, through their contact tracing and testing protocols and everything, you know, isolate AJ Terrell right away. And nobody else within that organization has tested positive, um, nor with anybody that the that the Falcons played last week. They, that was a home game against the Chicago Bears. So both of those teams have um, kind of come through this clear. AJ Terrell remains on the COVID-19 reserve list. So he will not be playing um, Monday night against the Packers. So you kind of have to wonder, like, did the Falcons just get lucky? Were there there other protocols being followed better there in terms of their contact tracing and mask wearing and social distancing? But I think the situation now with the Patriots and Chiefs, it's really reflective of what we've seen happen elsewhere this week. And honestly, not just within the NFL. I mean, this country is reeling with COVID-19 outbreaks and what the tone we're of the conversation is that, has shifted for sure. Yeah, exactly. And that, you know, the NFL kind of felt like it was in their own, they're not in a bubble, but they felt like they were in kind of a safe bubble because of their daily testing program. And that has been completely shattered. Now, what we have learned because of what happened with the Titans is that relying strictly on negative tests and the previous day's negative test results doesn't ensure any sort of safety. And that now, once you know that the virus has come into your building by way of one positive test, you have to shut other things down. And this isn't about, you know, unnecessarily count, you know, canceling games or any of that stuff. It's just making sure that this virus does not spread within your team. And honestly, I think now if 
what happened with the Falcons a week ago had happened today, we might be dealing with a different situation and that Falcons Bears game might not have proceeded as scheduled. Just like, you know, we've we've been talking about this question all week about the Titans got a positive result from a coach last Saturday morning. They still traveled to Minnesota and that game happened. And it shouldn't have happened because now they have 16 positive results uh, within that Titans organization. And I think now the NFL understands it has to act out of an abundance of caution when it comes to any sort of these these situations. And the number one priority has to be preventing outbreaks, both within their teams and then certainly from spreading to other people and other teams. And the testing, you make a great point because the way that the incubation period works and how volatile it is between people, I mean, it's Saturday. By Tuesday, there are people that could have it and wouldn't test positive for it. So it just feels like this is a placeholder when it comes to the postponement of this game. My question for you, while that uncertainty kind of lingers over the Patriots and now over the league at large to a certain degree, why not pause the season right now? Why not just press pause, say this week's games, week four, is not happening Let's push the season back at least a week so we can understand the incubation period is probably passed by then. All the positive tests that would come back would be there. And we can kind of say, all right, this is the way the table looks. Now it's set. This is how we move forward now at this point. So, well, and that's a really good question. I think that's something that needs to be on the table for the NFL right now because you know, what we're seeing now is that it is not an isolated situation. You know, a couple days ago, I think they were they were hoping that, okay, this is happening in Tennessee. We can control this. This is one place where this is happening, but this is not. We're now, you know, there was a positive test in Atlanta last week. Now we have Kansas City in the mix, and obviously we have New England in the mix. And New England is notable because it's, you know, Cam Newton is by far the most high-profile player to now have tested positive during the season at the most high-profile and crucial position. So, you know, the NBA had the Rudy Gobert moment, right? That that changed everything. And it might have changed everything for our country in terms of when the NBA decided to shut down. And the, the NFL right now, if they truly want to be leaders in the space and role models and doing the right thing for not just their league, but for the public health of our country and in general, I think it's something that that they need to consider and that they need to, um, they need to figure out. And there isn't an easy scheduling option here. But the one thing that they do have flexibility at is pushing games into January. They did have the flexibility to delay the start of the season. Potentially, this could have been week one. They could have delayed the start of the season to October. Obviously, that didn't happen. But now they might need to start digging deeper into their bag of contingency plans and start moving games backward just to make sure that they can get this entire season played or most of this season played. Why wouldn't they pause the season? What is the downside of extending it in the exact way that you're talking about? Say, moving the Super Bowl back to the third week in February, you compress that week between the conference championships game and the Super Bowl. You give yourself another three to four weeks as a little bit of flexibility, a little bit of wiggle room. Why wouldn't they do that? And why haven't they already done something like that as a contingency plan? I think it has to come back to money. Right. I mean, doesn't wouldn't this all come back to to money, the amount of TV deals that they have and kind of displaying this or projecting this air of confidence about their ability to pull this off? And, you know, I don't think that pushing pause right now across the league, even if it's temporarily refiguring out the way that they're doing things, I don't think that would be a sign that they messed up necessarily. I think it would be more of a realization that this is the reality across our country right now and and doing the right thing. But I think, you know, the NFL has been so optimistic 
that they could do this, that they could proceed as normal all year. And maybe right now the best thing to do is to take a page out of, you know, the NBA and the NHL. It's not saying they need to delay everything by four or five months the way that the other sports did just because of what their calendar looked like and what the country looked like then. But you know, the NBA showed that you can you can take a break and you can come back and have a really successful season and do it in a much more safe way. And money should come second right now. And the TV deals and all the stuff that they have lined up in terms of ticket sales and trying to bring fans back into games, that should be secondary right now. And the end goal should be getting to a postseason, right? It shouldn't be getting week four and week five played. If the end goal is to, you know, get to a Super Bowl, whenever that is, if it's, you know, February 3rd or February 25th or whatever day it is, that needs to be the most important goal here and not just pushing through with games when it might not be safe to do so. Obviously, the difference between the NFL and the NHL and the NBA in terms of the setup is the bubbles. And obviously, we're a month in here. You can't create a 32-team bubble. It's just not realistic. What sort of steps can be taken to maybe insulate individual teams on spe- in specific locations, in hotels? What are the barriers to that? And do you think that there's a chance we see some sort of setup like that going forward after the NFL considers all its options? Yeah, I think it's something that is now going to be on the table in a way that it wasn't on the table before. And you're absolutely right, Robert, in terms of a 32-team bubble. Um, and that's probably one of the questions that you and I get asked most often when we're talking to our friends and having these conversations about the differences between the NFL and these other sports is that you know, the NFL has 2,000 or so players. The amount of facility space that they need, the quality of the fields, they can't just build NFL practice field inside of a hotel ballroom like they did (laughs) at Disney, which worked great for the NBA. But NBA rosters have, what, 12 players, five coaches. That's just not something that's replicable for the NFL. And all the support staff, medical staff, trainers, coaching staff. It's the the amount of the number gets so astronomical so quickly. So if if we just... kind of dismiss that out of hand. Is there a way that we can, if players agree to it, I assume that's the biggest disconnect there is probably the collective bargaining aspect of this and what the union eventually says. But if the union comes back and says, all right, we're willing to do this after a conversation, we will go stay in a hotel all of the time. Can each team kind of create its own bubble that's insulated from the general public? I think that's what has to be on the table now. The The leagues and the teams have the financial resources to do this. And if it becomes the option of do we create our own individual bubbles within our own individual cities or keep having week after week after week of postponements and positive tests, I think that's something that the NFLPA and players would be more open to now than they were this summer when that was it was really a non-starter between the NFL and the NFLPA earlier this year that the players weren't going to bubble themselves for six months. But now we're into it. We're a month into the season. The the postseason looks a little bit closer. The big question I have, and I'm guessing that you would have too, is it's one thing for the Chiefs, right? Or the Patriots or the Green Bay Packers, these teams who legitimately look like playoff teams, potential Super Bowl contenders to say, sure, we will bubble up. We will do whatever it takes that, that they would go ahead and do it. What do you do if you're are the New York Jets going to agree to this? You know, are with the Minnesota Vikings, if they fall to 0-4, um, some of these bad teams, getting these guys to agree to four months of living away from their families and away from their homes and having no, um, you know, ability to go out and do anything in their personal lives. I don't know how that's going to go. I don't, I honestly, that would potentially be a stumbling block, but I could see the the leadership level of, of the NFLPA being more on board with this. 
it might be a little bit harder to sell for membership at large though. And we will be trying to answer the questions the best we can on The Athletic all week. It's clearly a fluent situation. We'll know more, hopefully, by Sunday morning when it comes to the Patriots tests. We'll know more early in the week about whether this Patriots-Chiefs game is going to happen and what steps the NFL is going to take moving forward to try to prevent something like this from happening again and try to isolate the Titans and Patriots incidents as one-off situations that aren't going to derail the season. But for now, thanks for joining our breaking news coverage. Please go to The Athletic's new headlines section for much more on this story and everything happening in the sports world. To get access to all of The Athletic's great sports content, visit theathletic.com slash newspod, where you can join for just $1 a month.